everybody praising in this place. One more time. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. I say, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. I just want to see you. Come on. Everybody say holy. Holy, holy, holy. Lord, you are holy. Holy, holy, holy. We love you, Lord. We bless holy, you, Lord. Holy, holy. I want to see you. Come on, say that again. Holy, holy, holy. Yeah. 
church. Good morning, church. How many of us are glad to be in worship on this another Lord's Day? Let's look at your neighbor, wave at your neighbor, amen. Let's give your neighbor a wave, give him a sanctified elbow bump, amen, or a fist bump in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We are glad to be in worship on this first Sunday in the month of October. God has kept us. Amen. Since January 1st. Amen. We want to acknowledge the presence of all of our guests and visitors. If you're not a member of Watch Chapel, please stand so we can acknowledge your presence on this Lord's Day. Amen. 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 If you're sitting close to a visitor, watch chapel, wave at him, give him an air hug. Give him an air hug. Give him a fist bump. Amen. Amen. We are glad that you are in worship on this another Lord's Day. Amen. Amen. We have some events coming up in the life of Watch Chapel. We want everybody to be supportive of upcoming events in the life of our congregation. During the month of October, we are reading through the books of Joel, Ecclesiastes, and Hebrews. On this upcoming Tuesday night, Men's TNT, we're looking for at least 50 brothers to tune in to Men's TNT this upcoming Tuesday night. Hallelujah Fest is right around the corner. We don't believe in goobs and goblins and ghosts. But we do believe in the Holy Ghost, and we believe in the power of hallelujah. Amen. 
So Hallelujah Fest will be right around the corner, the end of the month. And we are looking forward to everybody coming out on that Friday night. Amen for Hallelujah Fest in the life of Watch Chapel. Watch Chapel on this upcoming Thursday, this upcoming Thursday, Watch Chapel is partnering with One Week to increase voter participation for the upcoming election. And on this coming Thursday, I'm asking everybody to tune in to a voter event on this upcoming Thursday. If you have questions, please, and it's in person and hybrid. This is for the Raleigh City Council. This is a candidate assembly on this upcoming Thursday. And on the 16th, this is for the U.S. Senate. If you have, we want everybody to tune in hybrid. You can be in person or you can be hybrid. Amen. And we need Watch Chapel to show up in large numbers. You can tune in from your office, your kitchen, wherever you are at home. But we want you to tune in and participate. African American History Ministry, along with the brothers of Ramcat Lodge 827, will be doing a voter registration drive after worship in the lobby. If you're not registered to vote or need to update your voter information, please stop by after worship to prepare to exercise your right to vote. Watch Chapel, we are praying for God to send us a social media manager, content creator, and lead video technician. If you know somebody who fits the bill, please recommend them and pray that God would send us the right people. Amen. So we go to God in prayer. We're praying for every member of our congregation. We're praying for everyone who's been impacted by Ian, not just those in Florida, those along coast, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, other parts of our country. We're praying for every family in the life of Watch Chapel. We pray for Brother Gary Atkinson Sr., baby Ricky Basket III, Sister Lonnie Cheatham, Brother Corey Coburn, Sister Kayla Curry, Brother Eugene DeCosta, Sister Elsie High, Sister Leslie Martin, Sister Elizabeth McDuffie, Sister Crystal McLean, Sister Carolyn Smith, Sister Lita Mae Strickland, Sister Gwen Tan, Brother Julius Vaughn, Deaconess Wilma Weeks, Brother Juan Williams. I'd also ask that we keep lifting in prayer Brother Brian Leonard, as his mother, Sister Jacqueline Leonard, passed from labor to reward. We also want to keep lifting in prayer Sister Phyllis Pittman, and Sister Hope Mundine as their daughter and sister respectively. Margot Pittman passed from labor to reward. A funeral was held last Monday in Fayetteville, North Carolina. On this upcoming Wednesday, I want us to pray for persons with sickle cell anemia and or the sickle cell trait. Amen. Call out the names of people, circumstances, situations as we go to God in prayer.
Lord, we thank you for this day. Thank you for life, health, strength, wellness. Thank you for allowing us to be in this place of worship. Thank you for salvation. God, we thank you for your presence and your power, your providence. Thank you for who you are, what you've done, where you've brought us from, what you're doing in our lives. Pray for every family, the life of Watch Chapel, everyone who is physically in person and worshiping online. Pray for those names that we've lifted. Pray for those in nursing homes, rehabilitation facilities, hospitals. Pray for persons far and near. Continue to be a reconciler, waymaker, healer, deliverer. We look to you, God, for everything we need. Trust that you'll be our provider. Continue to make ways, do the miraculous, as only you can do. Bless now in the strong name of Jesus. People of God say amen, amen, amen. We want to acknowledge the presence of all September babies. If you are a September baby, please stand. All September babies. Amen. 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 If you're sitting close to a September baby, give him an air hug, give him a fist bump. Amen. All September brides and grooms. Y'all got birthdays and amen. All right. All September brides and grooms. Y'all give each other a hug. Amen. If you, amen. Amen. West, don't start nothing now. Amen. 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 I want to call your attention to the Old Testament book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 6. Today I'm kicking off a new sermon series titled, Who Do I Need in My Life? There's some people definitively that we need. I want y'all to pray with me as I begin this sermon series today, and this will take us through the end of the year. Isaiah chapter 6, the word of the Lord reads as follows, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two wings they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. They were calling to one another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The earth is full of his glory. The sound of their voices, the doorposts and thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live amongst the people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, 
Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it he touched my mouth. See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, Lord. Send me. Amen.
Scripture's been read at our hearing. I invite you to read the entirety of Isaiah chapter 6 during your own devotional time. I'm kicking off this series today, Who Do I Need in My Life? Across the journey, there are some people we have learned that are essential and important. There are others that we do not need. Brothers, we do not need Delilah. Sisters, in the word of in the words of Erica Badu, you don't need Tyrone. Some of y'all will get that later. Today I want to preach as the Holy Spirit shall give me help from the topic, getting to know God. Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Give us ears to hear. Your words, my mouth. Move every distraction that would keep us from hearing from you. Bless now in Jesus' name. Amen. Getting to know God. God is always calling men and women to do his will in the world. God is always calling men and women to do his will in the world. Whether it is God calling us to walk by faith or God calling us to stand for justice, God is always calling us to do his will in the world. Whether it is God calling us to make and or keep peace, or God calling us to love and look out for the least, the lost, and the left behind. God is always calling us to do his will in the world. Whether it is God calling us, in the words of Micah, to do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with him, or God calling us to use our abilities, gifts, and talents. God is always calling us to do his will in the world. Whether it is God calling us to practice and preach the Great Commission, or God calling us to practice and preach the Great Commandment, God is always calling us to do his will in the world. God is always calling us to do his will in the world. According to this Old Testament text, once again, God is calling someone to do his will in the world. More specifically, God is calling a man by the name of Isaiah to be a prophet to the nation of Judah. 
As God is calling Isaiah to be a prophet to the nation of Judah, God is not merely calling Isaiah to serve a function as a prophet. But more significantly, God is calling Isaiah into a deeper, stronger, more vital relationship with him. Isaiah is called to be a prophet to the nation of Judah. While God is calling Isaiah to be a prophet to the nation of Judah, God is also calling Isaiah into a stronger, deeper, living, breathing relationship. If Isaiah is going to preach for God, Isaiah has to know the God he's preaching about. There is no such thing as representation without relationship. If we are going to represent God as King of Kings, Lord of Lords, and sing to his glory, we have to know the God we claim to represent. I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. And if we dare to claim Jesus as our Savior, God as our Father, the Holy Spirit as our Keeper, we have to know the God we claim. You can't sing for God's glory on Sunday and not know the God you sing about. You can't serve in God's church and not know the God you claim to serve in the house of God. You can't stand behind the sacred desk and preach the good news and not know the God you are preaching about. You can't teach in a Awana or Saturday small group or vacation Bible school and not know the God you are teaching about. You can't claim that God is a way maker, a healer, a redeemer and not know the God you claim to claim as a healer, deliverer and redeemer. If we're going to claim God, we got to know the God that we are claiming. According to the text, while God is calling Isaiah to do the work as a preacher, prophet in the nation of Judah, God is also calling Isaiah to a deeper, stronger relationship with him. And on this Lord's day, Isaiah is a model for you and I on developing a stronger, deeper relationship with Almighty God. For those of us who know Isaiah, Sister McMillan, we know that Isaiah was a priest in the reign of King Uzziah. But according to the text, Uzziah has now died. And Isaiah is called not just to know about God, but Isaiah is being challenged to know God. Preacher, tell me, make it plain. Well, there's a difference between knowing about God and knowing God. I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. And tragically, there are many of us who know about God, but we have yet to develop a strong, deep relationship to and with Almighty God as our Father. And knowing about God and knowing God are two different things. And somebody wants to know the difference. Well, in the in the midnight hour when you are going through, it ain't enough, enough just to know about God. 
when your back is up against the wall, it ain't enough to know just about God. When you're in crises, y'all, somebody better help me preach, and the diagnosis ain't good, it ain't enough just to know about God. When your life has been turned upside down, it ain't enough just to know about God. I wish I had somebody who has been there and done that, but say knowing about God ain't gonna cut it. But I need to know the God I sing about. I need to know the God I preach about. I need to know the God I claim on Sunday morning. Not mama's God, not daddy's God. I need to know him for myself. Daddy was a preacher, mama was a missionary. Honey, that ain't gonna cut it when you go through. When you go through, you better call on them for yourself. This ain't a family plan. This ain't a second-hand, third-hand relationship. You better know the Lord God for yourself. God is calling Isaiah into a relationship not just knowing about God, but knowing God for himself. Can I make it plain on this Sunday morning? When you know about God, you need other folk to pray for you. But when you know God for yourself, you can pray for yourself and pray for other folk. When you know about God, y'all ain't talking to me. You give lip service to relationship. But when you know God, God knows you and you know him. And your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. When you know about God, you got to repeat somebody else's testimony. But when you know God, you have your own testimony. When you know about God, you fret and fuss. But when you know God, you keep the faith. When you know about God, you panic. But when you know God, you pray and praise till God brings you through. When you know about God, you walk by sight. But when you know God, you walk by faith. When you know about God, you major in the minors. But when you know God, you major in what matters. When you know about God, it's about what somebody else has done. But when you know God, it's about what God is doing in your life. God is calling Isaiah not just to know about him, but to know God for himself. In this text, in this called narrative of Isaiah, the preacher prophet chronicles what happens when we get to know God. What happens, preacher, when you get to know God? When we get to know God, our perspective trumps our problems. Isaiah has been a priest under the reign of King Uzziah. But according to verse 1, Uzziah is now dead. His boss is gone. What's going to happen to Judah? Uzziah has been a leader. Not just a leader, but he has been the person to sign Isaiah's check. Ian has come through. Power still ain't on. 
Interest rates were 3%, now they're 7%. Person you thought you were going to spend the rest of your life with ain't there no more. Job you given your best to let you go. People you took care of ain't there to take care of you. Problems. 99 problems. Y'all ain't talking to me. While Isaiah has problems, Isaiah now has perspective. Because while he's in a problematic predicament, Isaiah has discovered his perspective will trump his problems. I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. The text says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. In other words, Uzziah is dead, but God is still on the throne. And I'm talking to somebody on this Lord's Day morning. You might be going through problems in your life, but God is still on the throne. If you keep your eyes on Jesus and keep your eyes on God, God will give you perspective about what you're going through. Do I have a witness in here on this Sunday morning? You got problems, but God still sits high and looks low. You got challenges, but God still cares. You got issues, but God is still able. Got health problems, but God is still a healer. So-and-so doesn't seem redeemable, but God still redeems. You don't know how you're going to make it, but God is still a way maker. Money is funny, but God is still a provider. Stuff is happening all around, but God is still a protector. I wish I had somebody who knew if you kept your eyes on God. Can I make this plain on this Sunday morning? Sometimes the problem with you and I is we look at each other too much. And while Isaiah was looking at Uzziah, God challenged him to look a little higher. Yes, Uzziah is dead, but I'm still alive. Uzziah is dead, but I'm still king of kings. Uzziah is dead, but I'm still in charge. I still have all power in my hand. And when you keep your eyes on God, Somebody knows what I'm talking about. God will turn your challenges into your testimony. God will turn your test into a testimony. God will make you look a little higher, look a little further. You'll see the light at the end of the tunnel. You'll see the blessing in the midst of your burdens. You'll see your strength out of your success. You'll see God making a way where there doesn't seem to be a way because when you get to know God, God's perspective will trump our problems. Can I make it plain? A few weeks ago, the whole world was talking about the queen is dead. And the queen did die. But God is still on the throne. Can I have, do I have a witness in here? The queen is dead, but Jesus still lives. He's still king of kings. He's still lord of lords. He's still making ways. The queen ain't never done nothing for black folk in America anyway. We making a fuss about what the queen did. Well, my gosh, I wish I had some help in here. God is still 
to get to know God. Our perspective will trump our problems. Not only will our perspective trump our problems, when we get to know God, I'm going into deep water right now, we'll cultivate the courage to confess. Now, ain't nobody going to say amen. Because if we don't want to hear anything, we don't want to hear about money, nor do we want to hear about confession. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting high upon a throne, and I saw the seraphim flying to and fro. They had six wings that covered their face. Come on, talk to me. And one of the seraphim flew off the altar and touched the lips of Isaiah, and Isaiah, the prophet who is getting to know God deeper and better, is convicted by the presence of a holy God and develops the courage to confess. Now, if you want to talk about getting to know God and really being holy, I ain't talking about just saying hallelujah, praise the Lord. I ain't just talking about getting your dance on in God's house. But if you are really holy, really sanctified, really filled with the Holy Ghost like we say we are, we will confess. Holiness ain't just about external demonstration. Being sanctified ain't just about hallelujah, praise the Lord. Being holy and cut, set apart ain't just about the dance I do on Sunday morning. Being holy and sanctified is also about confessing where I have messed up. Come on, I'm, I wish I had some help. Somebody help me preach. And when you really get to know God, I ain't just talking about knowing about God. You ain't confessing your neighbor's sins. You ain't talking about what you heard in the barbershop, what you heard in the beauty salon, what you've seen on Facebook. You ain't just talking about what you heard on Twitter. You're talking about your own stuff. We love to talk about the sins of other folk. We love to talk about Larry Reed, Wendy Williams, other scuttlebutt. When am I going to talk about my own stuff? Let me preach this to somebody who needs to hear it on this Sunday morning. Preach, Harry White. I'm not just talking about exhibition. That ain't holy and sanctified. We don't need to hear everything you done did. We don't need to hear everything. We don't want to know everything. And the people that want to know, you better not tell them. Y'all know, can, let me, I wasn't here last Sunday. I got to make up for not being here. Come on now. Ken Hammond did his good preaching, but I'm back on this Sunday. Y'all know we are notorious. Somebody asked you to pray for him. What you need me to pray for you about? None of your business. 
just call my name. God knows what I need. God knows where I live. God knows what I'm going through. You just want to be nosy. But I need somebody on this Sunday morning who's saved enough to say, Lord, it ain't my neighbor, it ain't my mama, it ain't my daddy, but I'm coming to you with my stuff. I didn't do what I should have done. I said what I shouldn't have said. I did somewhere I shouldn't have gone. I responded in a way I shouldn't have responded. I cussed when I shouldn't have cussed. I didn't show up the way I should have shown up. I didn't tithe the way I should tithe. I didn't live the way I should live. And Lord, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer, confessing my sin to you. get to know God, I cultivate the courage to confess. When I get to know God, my perspective or his perspective trumps my problems. But when I get to know God for myself, I have an appreciation for my assignment. The angel touches his lips, and after the angel touches the lips of Isaiah, Isaiah is so contrite that he confesses his sins. He's already had perspective about his problems. But Isaiah, Sam Robinson says, if you need somebody to go, come on now, I feel my help coming. Here am I. Send me. Put me in, coach. Don't leave me at the end of the bench. Don't let me sit on my gifts and talents. But here am I. Send me. Now, I ain't done preaching yet. I'm about to close, but Isaiah has an appreciation for his assignment. It's one thing to accept your assignment. But it's another thing to have an appreciation for your assignment. Some of us have accepted our assignment, but we have no appreciation for our assignment. Can I preach this? Accepted means I just accept it. I signed on the dotted line. I do what I need to do. I show up at nine. I leave at five. If you ask me to do it, I'm going to do what you ask me to do. No joy, no verb, no enthusiasm. I'm just going to do what you ask me to do. But there's a difference between acceptance and appreciation. Isaiah DeMond has a little E in his life, has a little enthusiasm in his life. He ain't just going through the motions. Ain't just saying, yeah, I'm going to do it. But it has some enthusiasm and appreciation for the assignment God has given him. 
This ain't an easy assignment. The nation of Judah is stiff-necked and hard-headed. And if you read verses 9 through 13, God tells Isaiah what he's going to go through. When you preach, they ain't going to listen. When you preach, they're going to fall asleep. When you preach, they ain't going to say amen. When you preach, they ain't going to get with you. But I want you to go anyhow because Isaiah has an appreciation for his assignment. And whatever God has called you to do, I dare you to develop an appreciation for what God has called you to do. Everybody ain't called to be a preacher of the gospel, but you're called to be a good corporate executive. You're called to be a good attorney. You're called to be a dean at an HBCU. You're called to work in the prison system. You're called to work at a nonprofit agency. And wherever God is using you, I dare you to put a smile on your face, have a spirit of gratitude, and appreciate your assignment. If God needs somebody, you ought to sign up and say, here am I, send me. If God needs somebody to serve, here am I, send me. If God needs somebody to preach, here am I, send me. Do I have anybody who'll go where God tells you to go? Do what God tells you to do. Show up where God tells you to show up. And when you're doing what God tells to do, God will bless the leaven of your hand. God will give you what you need. God will open doors. And God will even promote you when you accept your assignment. Do I have a witness on this Sunday morning? Do I have anybody knows you'll catch hell every now and then? But there's no greater example than Jesus. Jesus accepted his assignment, preached the gospel for three and a half years, went to a cross called Calvary, and they thought it was over right then. His assignment looked complete, but three days later, with all power in his hand, he got up, and now he's king of kings, lord of lords. Victory, victory, victory is mine. It's victory! Let me help somebody. Don't just settle for knowing about God. God ain't just a theory. God ain't just a man upstairs. God is real. I said God is real. You don't come here just because you got nothing else to do on Sunday morning. God is real. Who do I need in my life? I need God. And I need, I need a relationship. I just don't need to know about God. I need a relationship with God. Uzziah gonna die. What you gonna do? His perspective will trump your pain. I'll develop the courage to confess, but I got appreciation for my assignment. Can you do what God calls you to do with joy? Can you do it with a smile?
Let me help somebody. Somebody wants to do what you've been blessed to do. Somebody wants to do what you've been blessed to do. Can you do it with appreciation? Stand to your feet, church. My brother, my sister, you're here on this Lord's Day. You're physically in person here on this first Sunday. God is calling somebody into a relationship. Deacons, go to the aisles. Amen. God is calling somebody into a relationship with him. You're not saved. You don't have a church home, but you're here. You're not saved. I want you to raise your hand. You're not saved. You want to accept Jesus as your Savior and Lord. You're here, but you're not saved. You're saved, but you need a church home. God is telling you to make Watch Chapel your church home. Raise your hand. Amen. Here's somebody right here. Come on, Deacon Graham. Come get this young lady. Amen. There's somebody else right here. Deacon Carlton. Amen. Raise your hand high. Amen. There may be somebody else. You're here on this Lord's Day morning. You're saved, but you don't have a church home. Raise your hand. The key is relationship. I could know about Kevin's scheme. But there's a difference and blessing in knowing him than just knowing about him. I could know about Reverend Lily Sanders. There's a blessing in knowing her as my sister in Christ. I could know about Ray Debnam. There's a blessing in knowing him as my brother in Christ. Don't just settle for knowing about God. I need to know God for myself. Let me help somebody. God ain't just a Sunday morning God. God is the God of every day. He allows us to see. There may be somebody else. You're not saved and you want to accept Jesus as your Savior. Raise your hand, my brother, my sister. You're saved, but you don't have a church home. Raise your hand. Somebody else is here. There's somebody else here. The Holy Ghost has let me know. There's somebody else here. Raise your hand, my sister. Raise your hand, my brother. You may be virtual. Go to the Contact Us tab and unite with Watch Chapel. But if you're physically here, I want you to... You need a relationship with God. Somebody else, my sister, my brother. You're here. And you need a show enough relationship with God as your... God of your life. Amen. Be seated in the presence of the Lord. We thank God. Amen. I want y'all to pray for me as we preach. Who do I need in my life? Watch up. I want to thank you 
for being faithful in your giving, tithing. We are able to do all that we are able to do because you are a giving and tithing congregation. Many ways to give. You can give in person. We have lock boxes here. You can text to give WCMBC 73256. You can give through PayPal. Give through Cash App. You can mail your tithe and offering to the church as your pastor. I thank God for you. Thank God for your faithfulness in giving and tithing. If you are not yet a tither and giver, I encourage you to become a tither and giver. I'll announce this on next Sunday. Bethune-Cookman University in Daytona Beach, Florida counted significant damages. And I doubt if kids are able to go to class tomorrow. They more than likely have been evacuated. We're going to be a blessing to Bethune-Cookman University in Daytona Beach, Florida. You watched on CNN, the Ian Trackers, Bethune-Cookman was devastated. And we're going to be a blessing as a church to Bethune-Cookman. I'll say something about it on next Sunday. Amen. As we prepare to celebrate the holy ordinance of the Lord's Supper, we want to make sure everybody has the elements. If you do not have the elements, please raise your hand. If you do not have the elements, please raise your hand. Bible says, let a man, let a woman examine himself. Is there anyone else who needs the elements? If so, please raise your hand so we might serve you. The Bible says, let a man, let a woman examine himself or herself, lest we partake of the body and blood of Christ in an unworthy manner. Part of examining ourselves is engaging in the hard work of self-examination. Self-examination is not to beat us up. Self-examination is to hold ourselves accountable so we might be who God wants us to be. As we go to God in prayer, let's examine ourselves. Let's not examine the sins of our neighbors. Let's not confess our neighbor's sins or anybody else's sins. Let's confess our sin. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the discipline of confession. We thank you for this holy meal. Thank you for your sacrifice on the cross of Calvary. Thank you, God, for sending your son to save us from sin. Lord, we pray in the words of Psalm 51, creating us a clean heart, renewing us a right spirit. We pray in the words of Psalm 139, Lord, search me, search my heart, 
See if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in thy path of righteousness. Make us new, God. You are the potter, we are the clay. Shape us, make us, mold us into who you want us to be. In the strong name of Jesus, people of God said amen. Amen. On the night he was betrayed, he took the bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it. He said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We do likewise. Same way after supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. And we do likewise. church said amen 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 let's follow the direction of our ushers amen the bible says they went out they sang a hymn
Mm-hmm.